Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Yo, what's up? Welcome to After 9, the podcast. <laughs> the that's, that's all there is. Do we have something else that's named after nine? Coming soon, the cereal. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a, a good great idea, marketing though. idea. That's why you are the boss. Right? Uh, Where are the goddamn <laughs> cereal sponsors? That's what I want to know. Dave Blizzard joins us on the podcast once again. Thanks for coming in, Dave. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here once again. Uh, Dave and I had dinner last night. We oh, were at, I know. We all went to Boston Pizza last night. We did. But I think we all like what they're doing. How many times have you said to yourself, yeah, yeah, let's go for drinks soon. You never go for drinks. You never do. I have a text from Kat that says, let's go for drinks soon. And that was a month ago. <laughs> we still haven't done it. That's true. But <laughs> that we still haven't done it. That's right. And we see each other almost every day. And we yeah. still haven't done it. But we're all busy. I mean, it makes sense. So that's why this year we have an extra day because there's a leap day. So they're designating February 29th, which is what? Sunday, I think. Uh, Saturday. Saturday mm-hmm. as leap day. They're doing $6 old fashions. Mm-hmm. And they want you to go for drinks soon, Saturday. You've do, got an extra day in the year to do it. Do what you say you were going to do. That's go basically it. for drinks soon. So we were there last night. Um, first off, Dave's a vegan, and the waitress seemed very shocked at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it everywhere, though. I get it everywhere, honestly. You know, I was worried about it because I feel bad sometimes eating what I usually eat in front of you. And like la- he can hear it moo still and shit. <laughs> oh, wait to hear this story. <laughs> I ordered the uh, dry ribs. So it's ribs that are done in a dry rub. It's basically just sea salt and pepper and delicious. But she literally sat down half a cow in front of me. And then Dave pointed out to her. Yeah, I'm a vegan. <laughs> well, she asked. I, I didn't point it out. I, don't put me into that group of people that has to tell everybody that they're vegan because I am not one of those people. But what happened is she put the ribs down. And then looked at me, she says, is there anything else I can get for you? And I said, yeah, you can get that animal its life back and treat it with some dignity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kidding. Oh, no. I, I, I wanted to be clear. And I have, I have the utmost respect for people who are vegans for ethical reasons. I am not, but I have a, a, a respect for them. I, I just, it's for dietary purposes. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. You probably scared the shit out of her, though. You did, he did scare the shit out of her. <laughs> she, she pulled the plate further from the middle of the table, put it really close to Scott. And I thought was, it was going in my lap. Yeah, she was like like seconds away from saying, would you mind eating this at a different table? Like, <laughs> I thought that's where oh it was going to go. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. It was fun, though. It was fun. We had a great time. Had a couple of Wiser's Old Fashions. Forgot how much I liked those, but uh, yeah, it was good. Um, a whole bunch of things that we're going to get to in today's After 9 podcast, including uh, the weather. Do we give a shit what the Weather Network says about what the forecast three months from now is going to be? I think most people are skeptical because the weather from day to day tends to be inaccurate. And then they come out with the prognosis for the next season ahead. Do you believe the Weather Network when they say it's going to be a late spring and cooler temperatures and wetter than normal? 
Yeah, I tend to mm. believe it. We haven't really had much of a spring in the last like five years. I don't remember the last time it was actually like nice sunny weather come Easter. You know what I mean? It goes winter to summer for you? Pretty Basically. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, all the seasons are just off. Everything is the same. It's just off a little bit. We're used to winter starting in December and it goes till about March and mm-hmm. then spring starts and then it gets warm around the middle of June and it stays that way till about the middle of September. We're still getting those temperatures. It's just, it's off. Winter didn't really start this year until January. And the snow that we're getting today is a storm that we typically would have gotten at the end of January, not at the end of February. Right. So that's why, I mean, I don't think, well, it's climate change. It has to be climate change, right? I don't think there's any other way to look at it. Things are changing and it's not the way it used to be. And that's just something that we're not getting our heads around is that things are changing around us. And that's the climate change is, is a thing. Well, it's funny. You get people that are all pissy, right? Like, ah, oh, the fucking hoax. It's a, the, the, the hoax. You know, they're, they're just scamming us all to steal our money. And then you complain. Well, why the fuck is it snowing in July? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why, asshole. It's because you don't believe in the science. Well, I think that there's a there's a swell of people who just want to deny it for the sake of uh, just not having to deal with it. Where yeah. it's more of a, uh, you know what? It's not that big a deal if the polar ice caps are melting. Eh, it's not that big a deal. Look at how small of that amount uh, that actually melted off of it. What is what is one inch going to do mm-hmm. over the span of two years? It's going to yeah. put Miami in the middle of the Caribbean. Yeah, People don't want to take a look at their own carbon footprint, I find. And that's something that I've been more aware of for myself, too. Like Even something as simple as we uh, have the coffee maker in the studio. I need to have at least compostable pods. Because here in our region, you can't recycle the plastic pods. I try not to use the pla- little plastic bags at the grocery store or bring plastic bags to a grocery store if I have them or whatever. I don't use plastic as much as I possibly can. So taking a look at your own carbon footprint is always a good thing to do, I think. But some people, like you said, kind of don't want to think about that. Well, it's hard when you don't understand what it means. Uh, When somebody doesn't know what a carbon footprint is, they can't really think of what they have to do differently because they can't fathom that anything they do is going to make a difference. Right. It does seem like, what difference does it make if I throw that can in the garbage instead of uh, the recycling Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things? It's not going to change the weather in Ah, China. It does make a difference. Everybody has to believe that what they do makes a difference. And if we all believe it, things could possibly change. If we're not already past the point of no return. If we're not. Because it kind of seems like... It's scary, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Snow in July. I'm sure it's a solvable problem. We can fix that. It'll be fine. Global warming. That was nah. that was the buzzword that was no good to use. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I asked. So I did this with Scott already. I asked Scott. So I'm going to ask you, Dave. Mm. The moving images that you can comment on someone's Facebook post with or you can tweet out, you know, like the Kevin Hart WTF face. Yeah. What are those? GIFs. They're GIFs. You're right. You're damn right. Yeah. Some people call them GIFs and that is incorrect. I believe the first person, though, to definitively say one way or the other was the president himself, Barack Obama, because he said GIF and somebody asked him at a White House press conference. Did you Which say is just GIF? stupid. Which is just stupid. Because that's yeah. the place to have that conversation. <laughs> that's it. Those are the important things. I think this is brilliant, though. So GIF, you know, the peanut butter GIF mm-hmm. is teaming up with Giphy to solve this once and for all. Ah. So they put together this promotion or whatever, which is GIF versus GIF. And I don't know. I think that's kind of brilliant. But you hear people say it wrong all the time. Now you can definitively correct them and say, nope, you're saying it wrong if they're saying Jif or Jiffy. It's I just Giffy. I think of it like this. If it's your birthday, do I give you a gift? 
No, you don't. I give you a uh, gift. Right? That's a good way to look but at it. But funny enough, actually, if you go back to when Giffy first became a thing, he wanted it to be pronounced Jiffy, but realized that that might be awkward or weird for some people, so changed it to Giffy. So it was initially supposed to be Jiffy with a G, which makes no sense. So you're saying when I replied to your tweet with peanut butter, that was inaccurate. That's a GIF. That's, a G- that's delicious. I sent her a fucking GIF, not a GIF. Ah, uh, well, if you have a GIF GIF... There is GIF gifts, though. There are GIF gifts, too. I think that that's like an inception level right? that we're getting into. We can't figure it out. Isn't Doesn't GIF stand for something? I thought it was like graphics interchange something. I don't know the exact. You sound very educated yeah, on the you subject. Yeah, you know, like we weren't going to go that deep, Dave. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to pro- provide some context to it. I think that, that it actually stands for something. I don't know. Something. I don't know. But I always, I said GIF, and I was like, I don't even know if I'm saying this right or not. I think so, because I heard other people say GIF. But anyway, there you go. Now you know. So that reply with peanut butter was totally inappropriate. Inappropriate. Okay. All right. Sorry, I tried to send a GIF. That was my mistake there. Uh, Men stress about their bodies. This is a new survey. I like that they did this. It's from JWT Intelligence. They're a marketing communications brand. And they wanted to know if guys have the same stress that women have about their appearance. And women stress about all sorts of stuff. Their hair, uh, their Mm -hmm. makeup, their look. And they spend a ton of money to try and correct what they perceive as a blemish. And they figured out guys are exactly the same. The number one things that guys stress about is their love handles and their beer belly. Yeah, I fucking believe it. I walk by the mirror four, five, six times a day, and every time I think to myself, fuck, I've got to get on that low-carb beer. Never once occurs to me I should just consume less beer. It just occurs to me hey, I'll get on the <laughs> low carb shit. Hey, somebody get me a Michelob Ultra now. I'm not going to solve the problem, but I'm at least going to acknowledge the problem. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's but it is a thing. Being insecure as a human is a thing. So it makes sense to me that obviously there's a fair amount of men that are a little insecure about certain things, just as there are women. Well, I think that there is a different conversation to be had about why women's quote unquote blemishes are considered blemishes and where a guy getting older ages gracefully where women don't get that same respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like, you got to look younger. You got to always look younger. You got to stay youthful, stay young. Look at every magazine cover that's on the rack at the grocery store, how to stay youthful, how to remain looking like you're 18, like all this stuff. And it's like, I don't see a a men's health magazine saying, Hey, you want to look like a 20 year old? Yeah. The problem, the common denominator here is women. Women fuel it because women uh, are, are the ones who consume the beauty products and they buy into this perception that this is what the perfect woman should look like. Yes, you should try and be younger. But it's also women who admit they like guys as they get older. Oh, George Clooney looks great as he ages. That salt and pepper hair is perfect. It's almost glorified by women, whereas the same standard is not applied to them themselves. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, not so great abs, 32% of guys. Yeah, there are guys out there that are in fantastic shape, and I'm jealous of every single one of them. The problem is, is I'm a lazy fucker, and I don't want to go to the gym and do 100 crunches to try and look good. And I like eating what I like to eat. That's my problem. So, I mean, it's really just a, a self-fulfilling prophecy if you just sit there and bitch about it, but don't actually do anything about it. You're just going to continue to not have abs. What's the difference between men and women then when it comes to that? Are we are women more likely to talk about the fact that we feel insecure or I, I hear men do it, but more in a sense of humor kind of way, making fun of themselves. 
women don't tend to make fun of themselves, but well, it's not often you see a woman slap her beer belly and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's a and guy." A whole right? in there that's today. mostly a guy but thing. You, you get right? a guy who does that, and it's a you know, it's the it's the the love keg or whatever they want to call it, and, and they make names for it. They have fun with it. They and sometimes that's to hide the insecurity, but other times. It, it's okay for them because they don't care. Whereas I don't think women do that the same way. Case in mm-hmm. point, got a tweet just now. Hey, Scott, just listen to the After 9 podcast from yesterday. So you know, you're not fat. You have a dad bod, and that's amazing. I, I don't like the term dad bod, though. No? No, not really. Yeah, like, Sorry, why you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I no, just, I just... <laughs> don't like the term. I don't know. Like, I just feel like either way, like mom bod dad bod like just i don't know i just don't like it it's just weird and and gross to me like people are who they are don't categorize them as oh that's a dad bod or oh that's a mom bod or whatever but i don't know i don't like this big push towards uh, uh, oh yeah i like the dad bods the dad bods are good i don't even know what that means even though what even is it just joe blow (laughs) yeah it's somebody like one step below fatty mcgee i remember for a while people said that seth rogan and his body shape was the ideal dad bod. I don't know what mathematical equation they came to because you look on one magazine, and like I said about the ones at the, at the grocery store, you look at one magazine and they're like, Cheryl Crow uh, aesthetically is the most beautiful woman in the world because you do the math and she's the, the, you know, they go through that. But then they go, yeah, Seth Rogen, yeah, the math works out. <laughs> he's, got a, <laughs> he's got a hot dad bod. <laughs> I know. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Hair loss and man boobs. Also made the list. Man boobs. Moobs. The moobs. The moobs. <laughs> <laughs> wrinkles, 28%. Wrinkles fucking get to me. When I see wrinkles, I think, there's got to be a product out there that I can buy right now that'll get rid of those. Are you noticing wrinkles in, in spots you didn't notice them before? Yeah. You got the crow's feet, things crow's like that. Crow's feet, yes. Yeah. I think to myself regularly, I need to get Botox. Oh, no. See, it's what? that. What do you mean, no? What? Why? Why would you do that? Because I'm not trying to impress you. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I, but why in general? Who are you trying to impress? Women. If, we all want to look good, right? don't we? You want to look in the mirror and be like, yeah, there's but, a sexy fucker. There we go back to it again. What is the definition of looking good? Okay, I want to look in the mirror and say, yeah. What? Hey okay, now. so what is that picture? What does that look like to you? It's what picture of me when I was 21? <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> your height, your nose, and your uh, height, nose. Oh, and hair loss were also in there. Uh, a lot of things you can't do anything about. That's exactly it. You can't control a lot of those things. Height being a major one. And obviously balding and things like that, yeah, it's a lot of the time genetics. But there are th- things and ways if you have the money you can spend on doing it. But height, sh- what are you shit do? out of luck. Yeah, what are you going to do? A lot Trust more chin-ups is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Just stretch out. Stretch me out. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody caught it, but Monday during The Bachelor, somebody pointed this out to me. They announced they were seeking unattached men and women over 65 years old to participate in a spinoff mm-hmm. for senior citizens. That's adorable. Really? I think would I, you actually watch that? I don't. I I don't know. I think that I would like to watch the beginning because you know that they're all going to have these horrible sob stories about they're all going to be widowed. Watch, they're going to purposely try to find the ones that are widowed or so far like spinsters who have been completely alone their entire lives but now want to find love. They're going to just find people with compelling stories, and I think those stories will be really interesting. What happens after that? I don't know. But I feel like, hey, you're old as fuck. I'm old as fuck. Let's get it on. Gladys, I'd like to present you with this carnation. <laughs> Would you please take it? I can barely hold it. 
is heavy. Yeah. Sorry, my hand's really shaking. It will be, it will be totally different from The Bachelor, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, The Bachelor, they're whisking them away and doing these yeah. scuba diving and let's go mountain climbing. That shit ain't going to happen with this one. No more whisking. No. It's got to go no slow. No whisking. The, the senior edition of The Bachelor is, is uh, it's 30 minutes of activity and then a nice nap. Yeah. <laughs> so the last nap. half hour is just watching two people sleep. <laughs> Like, I'm just looking for a good, sensible lunch and uh, a nice afternoon. Some with a lot of fiber. A soup, and you want to split a sandwich? Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Let's right? split a sandwich. You know, Phyllis, I think we're going to skip the hot tub, and maybe you just rub me down with some icy hot. I'm really feeling the wear of the yeah. day today. Yeah. <laughs> Group date. We're going to go feed the pigeons at the park, and then we're going to wander around the mall. How You sit at the nice romantic dinner where they start to express their feelings for each other, and then... Uh, and then the guy just pulled, Harold pulls out his, his pillbox. <laughs> like, t- like, Hang on, I what need day my is tu- it? I need my Tuesdays. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> Everybody deserves love no matter what age you are. Uh, I, I just don't know how they present the show. They, they won't hand out roses. You're going to get a Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> it's a candy dish with the, with the little It's got to be, yes, with the tongue. <laughs> I only have six Werther's left, but there's seven women. Well, Irene just fell over. She's eliminated eliminated herself. You think you've seen a lot of hospital, like ambulances in The Bachelor now? Just wait. Just wait. I'd like to date you, but I hear you've already broke your hip twice. I don't think that's going to work for what I want to do. There's an online petition calling on the airlines. To make it a policy to seat families together. I've traveled with my family before and I've never once ended up in a scenario where I couldn't. Is this just people that don't want to pre-book their seat? What is the problem here? Uh, I don't know. How can you end up not sitting with your family? If somebody has booked, like if you're traveling with five people and there's four seats in a row, what would you like them to do? (laughs) 75,000 signatures are on this now. Yeah, I've, I've had that before where it was just me and my husband. I haven't traveled with the kids yet, but we got separated. On one of our flights home, I think it was the last time we were in Vegas or Florida or something like that. I'm happy you got back together, though. That's we good got, for you. Yeah, we were separated <laughs> for that a few hours. That was a hell of a trip. Yeah. We were alone for a few hours. Um, but, yeah, it, I, I, it's because you don't – like you said it. You said it. We were lazy or something, and we didn't – do it online 24 hours earlier because we were on vacation. We don't want to spend our time doing that. So by the time we got to the airport, they were like, yeah, you're in you know, 4D and you're over in H5 or whatever the hell it was. And that was it. There was nothing they could do. Unless but did they were- break you up so that another family could sit together that, that actually I was a family? No, like I didn't care enough to like go out of my way to be like, I want to move here. Can you switch with me? Like we were like, who cares? Whatever. I'm sure they tried to do their best, especially if you're talking about kids and, and their parents. You know what just occurred to me? Shit, we just talked about flying, so now I'm going to start seeing more sponsored ads for Flair Airlines in my Instagram feed. There you go. Yeah, you are. Those deals are pretty good, though. I mean, if it's legit, I haven't looked into it, but they say you can fly, like, from here to Victoria for, like, 50 bucks. What? You can't take anything with you, like, not even a fucking (laughs) carry-on. Yeah, I mean, some of the discount airlines, it's like, as long as you don't mind not wearing a seatbelt, then (laughs) we've got a spot for you. And you're under 100 pounds. Like, who the fuck is riding this thing? (laughs) There's no overhead carry-on. There's there's just batteries that keep the plane in the air for a little while, and if you open one of the doors, you're in trouble. (laughs) There's no windows. No, the emergency exit may or may not open in case of an emergency, but whatever. The slides might deploy in the case of a water landing, but maybe not. Okay, but if you can go without actually taking a whole bunch of shit, 
it's pretty cheap to fly out there. It's, you wouldn't have anything when you got there. Well, I've always said that I would love it if somebody would make it a priority to work with airlines, to work with a train, whatever it may be, to say, travel within Canada for Canadians. Let's make it affordable. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to the East Coast. I've never been out to Halifax. I've never gone out there. It is so much more expensive to fly to Halifax or to go out west to, say, Calgary than it is to go to Orlando. So I'm going, well, I guess I'm going to Orlando. Yep. Usually that shouldn't be a thing. No. If you've already seen Canada, you're probably going to pick Florida most of the time. But it would be nice to head out to the East Coast. The problem is it's not affordable unless you jump on one of the discount ones and you literally can't bring a thing. It's amazing to me that because they're required by law to allow service animals, you can bring your fucking dog, but you can't bring a suitcase. Or a giraffe, the way things are going. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on a, uh, at the airline, uh, jump, about to jump on a Flair airline uh, flight to, say, Victoria. I'm like, I better go check and see if there's any old navies in Victoria because I'm going to need some quick clothes when I get there. Uh, I mean, carry on. It costs you money. It costs you money to, to check a bag. It costs you money to have a conversation about whether you're allowed to check a bag. <laughs> All of that stuff. Like it's just, I'll talk to you, but it's going to cost yeah, you 10 bucks. 25 bucks. If you go online, it's free. But if you want to talk to me about it, $25. <laughs> and that's before you even have the conversation. Okay, but this is very much, though, like staying in a bad hotel. If you just want a bed, technically you could get a bed for probably about 60 bucks. If you want it to be clean and not covered in semen, oh, well. then you're going to have to pay a little bit extra. <laughs> There's what? not a hotel room that doesn't have traces of semen in it. You can't find it. Wow. So you want a bed that doesn't have a spring sticking out of it. Wow. <laughs> La-dee-da. Hot, yeah. Hot shot. Urine stains bother you. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> the toilet seat's not fully connected. <laughs> And the water's constantly running. Sure, hot shot. We'll get you in the president's suite. Easy, Steve Jobs. Yeah. You want a towel that's actually a bath mat? We got you covered. But if you want a real towel, that's an extra $17. But to be fair, I have never jumped on one of the discount airlines. Um, I usually travel pretty light anyway. It may be worth it. I may be okay with it. But if you're traveling with a family, good luck doing it on an unaffordable Mm -hmm. dime. You might as well end up just going with one of the regular airlines that aren't going to charge you for the bag. (laughs) I don't disagree with you. Uh, I almost feel bad for this poor fucker. These TV crews are... TV people are very hit and miss. There's some very seasoned veteran journalists out there that do a great job going to the front lines of whatever the situation is and they'll... They'll do their report with a lot of journalistic integrity. Like the good old Jojo Chinto? The Jojo Chinto. Great example. He'd hop in right here on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best. You probably don't remember I Jojo no Chinto. Idea that is. Oh, he was what? awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. Jojo was on city TV yeah. for years, and that was his big thing. He got so fucking animated, and he had, what was it, a Jamaican accent? I, or I, 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 he might might have been Trini. Trini, I'm not 100, yeah. percent but he was the best to watch because he'd get so into the story, and it was, uh, you know, um, uh, the man was hit while he was riding his bike towards the intersection, and it happened right here on the sidewalk, and he's like right, like super close to it, and he's like showing the scene on TV. I loved his reports because I was like, yeah, I'm so fired up about this whole thing. <laughs> he'd and, be like stepping over the body to yeah, get a better shot. Yeah, and then across the street you had like Jim Junkin, who's like, the accident. 
uh, happened here yesterday afternoon, and it was a disaster. <laughs> and so you had two polar opposites, but the same story. It was great. <laughs> Loved it. WLOS, ABC 13, Los Angeles. Justin Hinton thought he was delivering a serious report on the news the other day, and he was going to file b- via his phone. Cutbacks and what they are, sometimes they don't send a crew out. And why do they need to when you can go and literally broadcast on television through your phone? The problem is he accidentally swiped the wrong way and put a filter on when he was doing his oh, report. No. I seen, I saw the image of this. It's fucking hilarious. He didn't he have like a space helmet on. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so there's a serious guy telling a serious story with a fucking huge like Iron Man style fucking <laughs> He got a sombrero on. on. (laughs) And didn't notice. He got 160,000 views and 2,500 reactions. 200 comments since the story went up. But they were first on the scene. So they can't take the story down because they need the bragging rights that, oh, we had it first. You know what's incredible is SNL did a sketch about this a few years ago where uh, they were having a problem digitally while the reporter was reporting back to the news desk. And... He was talking, and then the the you know remember the uh, the unicorn thing come <laughs> the out of your mouth. Rainbow vomit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. The rainbow vomit. I don't say uni- yeah, rainbow vomit. Yeah. So he's doing that on screen, and then they started realizing it was Adam Sandler was the host. It is a brilliant sketch if you mm-hmm. can find it, but that is exactly what it was like. They just go, hey, look at that. I can see myself because they couldn't get the camera working. So the reporter used his phone. I can't believe it happened in real life. In real life. That's amazing. The boy has critical injuries and is in hospital. Jill, yeah. they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're back at the desk like, what the fuck is happening over there? The young there? boy is not expected to live, but he's got the voice. The young boy not expected to live. Yeah, there's a voice notch control on it. <laughs> He's probably going to die. Or you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not looking good for the family. Yay! <laughs> GoFundMe's been set up. Yeah. <laughs> Our condolences to the family. Oh, that's awful. Uh, Wonderful at the same time. I love that. It's so good. It's so bad, but so good. What's the guy's name? I, I got to look this guy up. Okay, Just so it's great. <laughs> his name is, I believe it's Matthew something. This poor son of a bitch is his name. <laughs> Just uh, type type that into Google. <laughs> Justin Hinton. It's okay. WLOSABC13. Oh, I got to find that. I that's only brilliant. saw the screenshot and I fucking died. It's great. <laughs> Look at the rosy cheeks with the toque. <laughs> and the pigtails. Like a puppy dog and yeah. the, the tongue comes out every time he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the that's boy was so kidnapped. <laughs> About 1045. I love it. A 23-year-old woman in Florida arrested after she crashed her car this month while topless. It turns out that she was trying to give her boyfriend sexual favors on his birthday Uh, while she was driving. What? She's facing charges for battery and disorderly conduct. Did he not want it? (laughs) Fuck. It's your birthday and you're going to take this fucking hand job. Can you just please 10 and 2? I'm all in favor of a good handy, but I want to get from A to B safely, you know? That's not the emergency break. Um... Oh, God, stop. <laughs> stop the car. Like, no, please, honestly, stop the car. I'm going to take the bus. Uh, the arrest report says she was driving while providing him with manual and oral stimulation. Both? I don't know. Was that a, like a red light? Just fucking dump down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, screen. Okay. They were arguing next to their wrecked vehicle when police showed up, and she started slapping her boyfriend when he told her to... Oh, 
I see what went wrong here. What happened? He told her to calm down. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's it. Never it's over. Never in the history of telling someone to calm down does the person calm down. Never once. It so it's the never... worst de-escalation technique in the world so is telling someone to calm down. It never happened when you're having a conversation and you say, you know what? Calm down. They go, I didn't take that into consideration. You're right. I should calm down. <laughs> So they're arguing next to this wrecked vehicle because there was some sort of a collision. And she still at this point hasn't put her top on? No, she's still topless, slapping her boyfriend on the side of the road because he told her to calm down. She told cops she was topless when the crash happened because she, quote, wanted to look sexy for him on his birthday. Hmm. They arrested the boyfriend for resisting arrest after he refused to cooperate and wouldn't stop fighting with her. She's facing charges for battery and disorderly conduct. Would you like to see the mugshot? Oh, yes. Do I ever? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She got a shirt. She got a shirt for it. That's good. The jail gave her a shirt. The jail gave her a shirt. Jail right. gave her a shirt. That's Florida. That's Florida. <laughs> right? That's you know. That's Florida. Okay. Listen. Far be it for me to speak negatively or disparage the beautiful act between two consenting adults, the loving gesture that is Roadhead. Not what I'm trying to do. All I'm asking you to do is please not while you're driving. Can't we set up like a carpool karaoke scenario where there's like a tow truck that tows your car if you want to give your boyfriend a BJ while you're behind the wheel? I think you have to sign some consent forms for that. And and (laughs) I I don't know if you want James Corden in the car with you at the time. Oh, that's lovely. Like, mm, can you just get out? Sing, louder, louder. <laughs> the sing along, it sound like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> the beautiful <laughs> act between two consenting adults. <laughs> just hand job in the car. Just go home. <laughs> Thank you. At some point, you're going to end up back at home or anywhere else. There's a million different places that you can show them your tits and, and give them a handy. Mm. Fine. While you're driving, this is what happens, and that's why we all pay such high insurance premiums. Because there's too many people, mainly in Brampton. (laughs) I assume that's why their rates are so high, isn't it? Their rates are atrocious, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it's got to be. It's just got to be too much roadhead. That's what you think it is? (laughs) Driving a Beauvaird, and all of a sudden you're like, there's no one driving that car. Wait, there is. Oh, oh now there's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, she's gone. Where'd she go? Oh, there she is. She must be reaching down to get a French fry that has fallen on the floor. That's the thing, too. Like Going into a car and having that happen in a car, I think about it and I go, that's the worst place for that to happen because there are French fries and, and straw wrappers on the ground and other things that you've dropped. You probably dropped a Werther's original at some point <laughs> on the ground. It's just gross. That's not, I don't want, I don't want my junk out in the, that space. It's awkward, too. It's a small little space. Uh, I'll pull my dick out, but when's the last time you changed your cabin air filters? I'd just like to know that. Yeah. (laughs) This air filter does not, or this air freshener does not smell fresh anymore. This coffee stain in the seat's really throwing me off. Yeah. Just clean that. Can't we just get a hotel room with a coffee stain? (laughs) Why is there a coffee stain on the wall in this hotel? (laughs) How do they make that happen? Oh, too funny. Uh, Dave, thanks for joining us on After 9. Indeed. What a pleasure it has been once again. Uh, you can follow Dave on Instagram at Dave Blazard. That's D-A-V-E. Oh, that's the easy part. B-L-E-Z-A-R-D. Oh, we can say Z again. 
Oh, we can <laughs> say that. It <laughs> never occurred to They're me. Allowed, yeah. proper, Cana- proper Canadian English. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. We'll catch you with another edition of After 9 soon. If you want to reach us, Scott Fox on air at Cat on air. Remember, that's Cat with a K. Okay, bye. <laughs>